0: Welcome to the Glenbeck Beck Program. The back door is wide open because we all have been looking out the front door, looking towards Washington, what's going on. And it's all coming in through our back door, our communities, our towns, our cities, and our states. Today, I wanna talk to you a little bit about what's happening in Georgia. And this is not just a Georgia problem. These problems will be found all over the country. When you hear one happening in somebody else's state, you better make sure it's not happening in your state. We'll go there in 60 seconds. Wow, wow. Yesterday, we told you how the Disney company has gone full woke. Uh, you know, they don't really care. They're losing my business. I, I am a huge Disney fan. I absolutely love Disney. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Uh, their compromise, you know, with their... They've been taken over now by their employees. They're not a company. They're an activist group run by their employees. It's a mob with a corporate banner. No, not going to see your movies, not going to spend a dime on Disney. Now, we have to start looking for companies that we can do business with. We have to start looking to support those companies that actually are supporting us. When it comes to big mobile, I do know who can replace them. Unlike Disney, I don't know. Switching over is incredibly easy and quick. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian mobile service. Not only do they operate on the same towers as the other companies, giving you the same great mobile service, but they have better customer service and they cost a ton less in money. They fight. For American causes, the Bill of Rights. And they put their money where their mouth is, believe me. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Call PatriotMobile.com slash back or call nine seven two Patriot. 972 Patriot. Use the promo code Beck. You get free activation now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. All right, I want to introduce you to a guy from Georgia. Um, he he was uh, he joined the army nine days after 9-11. Uh, to defend uh, freedom. He spent the next 15 years uh, flying in and out of uh, combat. He he has a master's degree in aeronautical science, so I don't know, but I think I can call him a rocket scientist with that. I'm not sure. Now he is uh, a Georgia State representative and the vice chair of the Georgia Freedom Caucus. Philip, welcome. Philip Singleton.
1: Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for everything, especially for your work in the Freedom Caucus. I, I think the Freedom Caucus uh, deserves the credit for any kind of shred of freedom that we have left right now. You guys are truly all over the country, the only ones I see that we can count on to stand up. So thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. You know, somebody's got to stand in the gap. And unfortunately, uh, courage is probably the least consistent trade amongst politicians in America.
0: You know, courage and And brain power. These guys are morons. They just, (laughs) they really don't think, you know, I talk to a lot of Republicans like, yeah, there's all kinds of problems going on. We're about to lose our country. And you tell them something like what you're going to say, and they're like, oh, that's crazy. That's not happening. Really? Spend five minutes and look into HB uh, 1013. This is the Obamacare for mental health in Georgia. Explain it.
1: Yeah. So Glenn, you're, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. So what this bill does um, is it's a government mandate. It's a massive mandate, the largest one we've had since Obamacare passed, uh, that mandates that every insurance company in the state has to cover mental health. uh, And and we'll get into the details of that later, but um, it's, it's very broad and wide ranging um, and gives them a tremendous amount of power to some federal uh, medical bureaucrats, which we've all seen how well that's been working over the last couple of years. Uh, it also mandates that individuals get these insurance coverages that you know every individual has to carry insurance um it's a It's a private mandate it It reduces the requirements of imminent uh threat to harm yourself or others before the police can confine you up to forty eight hours without due process. It essentially takes that requirement away just as they have to have a reasonable expectation you might commit a crime. Um, that it, it, it goes on and on Glenn but the, the it, bottom it, line is
0: wait, wait wait let me let me go through some of these these other because I this is terribly frightening you know every every country when it goes bad it starts locking people up for mental health disorders and those mental health disorders are you know could be as broad as climate change denier there's something wrong with this person This bill blurs the line between criminal behavior and mental health disorders. Associated Press reports police would have the authority to take people for mental health treatment without witnessing a crime. Also. Right. In Involuntary commitment procedures from eminently life endangering crisis to a reasonable expect, expectation that significant psychiatric deterioration will occur in the near future. So you this makes this much easier to institutionalize people against their will, right?
1: Oh, oh yeah. Don't don't be drunk on the street corner wearing a MAGA hat uh, when this bill passes. You know, there, there's you're, you're crazy and they're going to lock you up. And it's it's terrifying What you know, what's more interesting too, is, you know, this is Georgia's the epicenter, uh, you know, the political universe. It was last election cycle. We're going to be again, this election cycle. So it's not an accident Glenn that they're trying to get the quote unquote Republican house, Republican Senate, Republican governor in Georgia to to pass a bill that, you know, the one of the authors said was based off the Illinois, California and Oregon versions of single payer. Um, If they can pass that here, then they can take over health care everywhere. And that's exactly what they are trying to do.
0: Okay, so this is disturbing. And I imagine you're coming from the same angle. Not only is this a massive um, uh, opening to mental health and a big burden on everybody cost-wise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but when you're talking about uh, a mental health issue uh, and it allows you to take guns from people with mental health issues this scares the hell out of me because a lot of of our service personnel came back and they were suffering from ptsd and that's on the record would this allow them to lose their guns and their rights
1: yeah yeah so it's look it's a very slippery slope and a lot of that's going to depend on the interpretation of attorney general time but just for your listeners and you let me break break it down very quickly Essentially, what this bill does is it points to a a liberal document called the DSM-5 that's published by the APA. You know, the APA, New York Times did a 2016 study. uh, They published it in the New York Times, right? They're they're all known for great journalism, but even they talk about how the APA is an extremely left-wing Democrat organization. Oh, my gosh. Uh, But what this does is we cede all of the power to the APA DSM-5 for definitions of all mental health conditions. And then this bill requires the state, uh, and these insurance companies to track everyone who has a mental health condition, which I hate to tell you this, Glenn, everybody has got something oh, that's yeah. listed in this DSM five, you know, whether it's erectile dysfunction or sleep, or, you know, a sleep disorder or ADHD, you've got a mental health condition according to the left wing APA. Well, if you have a mental health condition, you're not a lawful weapons owner. So it's a very short link link um, from, you know, governor Stacey Abrams, if God forbid she gets elected in November, which which, by the way, she came out two days ago praising this bill that every single Democrat in the legislature supports and passed, by the way. So when Republicans are passing Democrat health care measures, I think we've got bigger concerns at hand. But what what they're doing is they're praising that because, you know, it's a very short leap for them to say, hey, you know what? Um, all these people that we are now tracking in this database that have a mental condition, we've got to go in and for their own safety, make sure that they don't have any firearms. Okay, uh, so it's it's not it's not what's in the bill, Glenn. It's what the bill does. Oh, I know? Uh,
0: no, I I I know, and people are just so stupid when they say this will never mean. Good heavens, man! When we passed the Patriot Act and said we have to start listening to terrorists, did you ever think that it would mean parents at a school board meeting? Of course not. Stop thinking these things can't happen. They are happening. Okay, so last week, the House passed this awful bill, 169 to 3. So all Democrats and all but three Republicans supported this?
1: That's right. What? Yeah, (laughs) look, the the bill is being pushed by the Speaker of the House himself, David Ralston. So... Uh, he's spoken on committee, and he's putting every lever that he has of government behind it to to, to, uh, to make sure that the bill passes. You know, there, it's not a – I mean, Glenn, you've been around long enough to know. There's a reason the bill came up on the, on the first day in session back during qualifying, right? If you voted against this bill, here goes your primary qualifier, you know. And the other two members, by the way, who voted no with me, two Freedom Caucus members – uh, that week, they both got primary challengers. You know, I didn't because the speaker already drew me out of my district and redistricting me in the end of last year because they'd <laughs> rather have a liberal Democrat than a conservative Republican. But the the this is the way so that serious. they operate, and it's just it's all big government. It's all government growth and expansion, uh, and people need to realize that this is the the aim of this is one thing: it's to consolidate power with the government mm-hmm. and take away your ability and and mental health. You know, God bless them. It's a crisis in the country, and it's a crisis largely caused by government intervention and, and taking away civil liberties. And so, the, the concept of even using the government to solve a problem caused by the government, you know, your, your listeners get the irony, but unfortunately, many don't.
0: Well, that, that's also another tool of the dictatorships. They make every, they they find ways to make everyone possibly in violation of something and then they only apply it to those that they want to apply it to. Uh and mental health, that's easy. I mean, we have heard, you know, if you stand up against um, you know, transgenderism, you're going to be the one called that you have a mental disease. You have some sort of hatred that is uh that is just pouring through you. Um this will this bill will actually the taxpayers will be forced to pay for sex change operations, right?
1: Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, the authors of the bill will fight this, but uh, the reality is what the bill does, because it points to the DSM-5, it says that everything in this liberal document has to be covered by insurance. Well, the DSM-5 currently says that there are four treatments for gender dysphoria. Uh, Two of them are medical, so steroid injections or surgery, which means... You know, one plus one equals two, Glenn. You don't have to be, a you know, a, a rocket scientist, you know, mm-hmm. pun intended, to understand the meaning of the legislation, which is that it, it yeah, and, and it, you're going to have to pay for transgender surgery. And let me tell you what, churches are going to have to pay for it. There's no religious exemptions. You know, it's, it's Little Sisters of the Poor all over again, because if, you have, if you're a church <sighs> provider and you have Blue Cross Blue Shield, well, your premiums are going to go up, and you're going to be paying for uh, transgender reassignment surgery for someone, uh, which by the way, we don't even have age limits on that yet. And the APA doesn't want age limits on it. They're completely fine with a 10 year old getting their genitalia cut off and mutilated by their parents to serve some woke objective. It's disgusting.
0: Okay. So this is past the house, but it now goes to the Senate in Georgia. Once the bill leaves subcommittee, it then has to go to full committee and then the rules committee and then the Senate floor. So there is time to defeat this, but it has to be defeated in the Senate, right?
1: That's right. It's got, it's got to be defeated in the Senate. Um, I, there's, I mean, there's a chance that the governor with enough pressure with your viewers and other viewers, you know, the governor isn't a primary, uh, he's been pretty silent on this bill. Uh, there's a chance that the governor would veto it if it somehow sneaks back through, but, um, there's no chance without listeners getting engaged, without okay national attention, because the the legislature up here, um, you know, it makes the DC swamp look a little bit funny. The legislature down here is a complete swamp, uh, and it it takes engaged citizens. They all stuff, are kind of stuff.
0: I'm telling you, they all are. I, I'm so sick to my stomach about these legislature. and quite honestly, these Republicans, uh, they make me sick to my stomach. They have sold us out, lock, stock, and barrel in many, many cases. And uh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're not paying attention to what's really happening in the world. Um, all right. so Glenn,
1: it's, why, it's why the Freedom Caucus is so important. You know, the National Freedom Caucus has stood in the gap in D.C. These state freedom caucuses are popping up in states across the country with the state freedom caucus network. Uh, that's what we do. You know, we, we are the ones that are in the legislature that are, are standing up. I mean, I was in a meeting yesterday and I stood up and said, you guys are furious with me and all I have done is continued to abide by the Republican Party platform and opposed the mm. things that we are opposed to. And that's the difference between a Freedom Caucus member and a not Freedom Caucus member. We're about the principles and the policies, I know. not about the power and the structure within the system.
0: Philip, thank you so much. So people need to call the um, governor and will it help to call the Senate?
1: Yeah, call call, this, call the Senators, come down to the Capitol and talk to people about it, face-to-face works. Uh, call the people running for office. You know, you've got uh, 234 members of the General Assembly running for re-election. You've got Congress people running for re-election. You've got governors, you've got lieutenant governors. Uh, call them all. You know, Trump's coming to Georgia on Saturday. I'd love to see, you know, President Trump and his six endorsed candidates, you know, fight against Abrams' care. I mean, it, these are all, you know— it, it political pressure is a combination of every pressure point you know it's not just one and so we just need help
0: thank you very much philip i appreciate it the uh, the um, the bill is hb 1013 hb 1013 it's happening in uh, georgia look out something like this may be happening in uh, in your state And it's all geared around mental health and extraordinarily dangerous HB 1013 Georgia burn up the phones stop this from passing without you it will pass and be signed into law and uh, and God help you HB 1013. All right. Whether it's a tornado like we've been getting here in the south here recently or a hurricane or a flood or a winter storm or, you know, nuclear war or nuclear winter. I mean, it could be either one of those. It's probably a really good idea to have some food uh, and be prepared for whatever might come your way. That way, when disaster strikes, not only you want you and your family to be safe but you want to also be in the position to be somebody that can help others as well in a time of crisis and that means planning ahead a little bit and if you're asking yeah but where do i start let me help you get stocked up with emergency food from my patriot supply it is an easy way to prepare for everything we might be able to, um, we might be about to experience do yourself a favor Prepare dot com. You're in California. God help you. How many crises do you need before you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to throw a go bag in the back of the car. I'm going to make sure that family can eat one hundred and fifty dollars. You can save now on their special three month emergency food kit, which will give you the breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks and snacks totaling over two thousand calories a day. That way, when you know what hits the fan, you will be prepared. PrepareWithGlenn.com. Get the special $150 discount. Be prepared for whatever is thrown your way. prepare com. 10 Seconds Station ID. <laughs> You know, from the beginning of America, debate and freedom of speech have been a bedrock of American principles. The freedom to disagree, to question, to have a different opinion from the prevailing wisdom of the age. These are all under assault right now. Twitter is banning anybody who says, you know, I think that's a dude in a swimsuit. That's why it's not surprising, but still disturbing To hear people, so many people and so many people in power asking the DOJ to investigate people, asking for more people to be shut down. I mean, it is it's crazy because the left used to be the ones speaking out freedom of speech. It's happened before, and we'll get through it again, but we have to wake up. In 1916, Woodrow Wilson ran for re-election on a pledge to keep the U.S. out of World War I. A month after he was sworn in, we went into World War I. And the catalyst for Wilson asking Congress to declare war on Germany was the British interception of a telegram from Germany to Mexico in what became known as the Zimmerman Telegram. Germany promised uh, to return America land back to Mexico if Mexico would form an alliance with Germany against the U.S. Wartime and severe economic crisis are the ultimate playgrounds for left-wing presidents. Once Wilson flip-flopped on the U.S. entering World War I, he achieved all kinds of stuff. He said he was um, an advocate of peace, but there are some splendid things that come to a nation through the discipline of war. Splendid things. In his case, it meant socialism, massive government agencies controlling propaganda, every major industry in production and allocation of food and fuel. For public safety, we have to have the Espionage and Sedition Act. Sound familiar? We're doing all of this to keep you safe. Under Wilson, the Justice Department, an organization was uh, formed called the American Protective League. And by the by the year 1918, it had 250,000 badge wearing members across the country who spied and intimidated, reading their neighbor's uh, mail, listening in on their phone calls, all in an effort to root out the enemy. Wilson once said, No doubt we are meant to have liberty, but each generation must, must form its own conception of what liberty is. Wow, that sounds like reimagining liberty. <laughs> Woodrow Wilson, the godfather of the Great Reset. Splendid things come to a nation through the discipline of war. Be on guard.
1: The Glenn Back Program.
0: All right, I... I want to show you. If you happen to be uh, watching the blaze, I want to show you. These are whoops. These are the silver coins with Ben Franklin uh, on the front, and on the back is uh, the original Ben Franklin suggestion for the seal of the United States. And on it, you've heard this before: "Rebellion to tyrants is tyrants is obedience to God." That is Ben Franklin's uh, quote with this particular. Uh, seal uh, on it. It's on the back of these now limited edition collector coins. Really uh, cool. They are solid silver, an ounce of solid silver. You can get them now at Goldline. Also, Goldline will have the gold and copper versions available uh, here in the next couple of weeks. But now is the time to build a hedge against insanity. By the way, you uh, can get these and other things right now specials at qual- um, at uh, Goldline qualifying orders will receive a signed copy of my most recent book, The Great Reset, but those two are extremely limited. Find out how to acquire all of it today, goldline.com 866goldline 866goldline and blaze tv.com/glen
2: the promo code Glenn will save you money off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Back in the early 90s, Ukraine, the wall had just come down. And Dr. Roma was walking on the same route that he had walked every day in Kyiv. But suddenly he saw things differently. He saw children camped out in manholes and uh, basements, metro stations. They had been there, but suddenly he had started to see them. In an interview, he said, I didn't go looking for them. I just began to see them as if they were mushrooms growing around me and crying out for help. Once you see something, it's hard to unsee it. He knew he had to help. So he founded something called Our Father's House. It's a home for many of those kids that live on the street that, I mean, as many as he could fit. And the children came in with significant trauma. He hired a team that would commit their lives to giving them a second chance, and that's what they did. Then Russia invaded. As explosions rang out in Kiev, the staff of our father's house realized the lives of 167 children and 30 adults were in their hands. With the help of their sponsor organization, Ezra International, they made a plan to move... <laughs> When this sounds like a good place to evacuate to, you're, you're in trouble. Move everybody to Germany. One of the staff members wrote, too much heartbreak. Can you imagine writing the blood type of every child on their backpack in case your bus is hit? Dr. Roma told the children not to scream, not to panic if their bus was hit by a bomb, but to help each other and quickly leave the bus and tell them if anybody is injured. He asked them to behave as if they were 30-year-olds, saying to them, When we get out of Ukraine, I will return your childhood to you, but right now, you have to think like an adult. Eighty sleepless hours, prayers, tears, divine providence. They're in Germany. They're safe now. The journey is far from over. And they're raising money now to put children up in Germany. It costs about 5,000 euros a day for all of these people. They're trying to find a more permanent home right now. In a letter to the team, a member of the staff wrote, Keep on your prayer needs, uh, knees, please. That's Ezra International. If you would like to help Ezra International rescue these kids and uh, make sure that they're fine in Germany, please do. You know, a lot of these kids are, are, um, are Jewish and we're going through the same kind of thing that we were going through in the first world war and the second world war and people are looking for homes, but this is the first time that Jews have a home to go to. This is the first time that you can go. If you're Jewish, you can go to Israel and no country has to say one way or another. You can just go to Israel. That's, that's a first in history and fantastic. Incredible development. Really is. Really is. And, of course, there's so many people that want it to be destroyed to this day. Yeah, I mean, it's great until it's vaporized, but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, You know, but I'd rather be, I'd rather be vaporized than in Israel than any other place. <laughs> really? Yeah, it for was, this uh, reason. This They're, is right in the travel guide for Israel. Now. Yeah, it is. They're pretty awake. Oh, yeah. Wow. They're pretty awake. You know, we, we are dead asleep. Yeah, they are
2: on high alert all the time for good all reason, the by yeah. the way. If you look at the history yeah, I mean, of you the know. people, they might want to be on alert. I'm, I'm reading a book called uh, Eight Days in May, which uh, is about a time period I've never really looked at because everybody's read, you know, we've read about, written about, uh, read about the Hitler and the Nazis you're so, reading
0: another Hitler book. You <laughs> never stop reading I Hitler.
2: think I mix
0: him in from time okay, to time. Yeah, right.
2: I'm fascinated by that that era and, yeah, if, so and, am and I. You know, I think every guy is for some strange some reason. Some weird reason. He's a complete psychopath, and but like looking at like how all that happened. It's such a fascinating study of human beings. It and is. It's taken to such extremes.
0: It's hard to look away from. May I may I ask you have you read Ordinary People yet? I don't know that I have. Yeah. I think it's ordinary people, ordinary citizens. It is the study mm. of how it happened in Poland. It, it is fantastic. It is like Poland was Poland Whoa. was really bad. Then how did they take these really stand up poles who were police officers and they became worse than the SS? How did that happen? It's an amazing look yeah some part of it looks at that uh, a little bit and the and the guy who ran that whole
2: operation his 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 post-war activities but that's what the the eight days in may is you think about world war ii ending when hitler commits suicide that's Mm -hmm. basically the end of it well there were eight days after that that the nazis still existed that the government still tried to function they everyone was reaching for power there was all the back and forth of what comes next but most of the big guys, they were getting out, right? And they Some were trying to go west. Yeah, a lot of them, I mean, even the soldiers, everyone was just evacuating their eastern positions and moving west with the hope of being captured by the Americans rather than the Soviets. Oh, yeah. Because they were very much convinced, rightly so, that the Soviets would act like Soviets and the Americans well, would act like
0: Americans. Or the Soviets would act like the, like the Germans acted Against the Soviet population. The exactly. Soviet Union lost a hundred. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh my God. 125 million, something like that. It was, I don't have the number in front of me. Some it's a crazy gigantic.
2: number. Yeah, uh, it really is. Incompre- an incomprehensible, incomprehensible number. And, yeah. and that's when you look at some people have brought up the current conflict and they've lost something like 10,000 troops. Like, and I brought that up. It's like, that is, I mean, it, in modern us. warfare, incredibly significant. It's more than the U.S. lost in Iraq and Afghanistan through two decades combined and they've lost it in 4 weeks. Some people and I think this is a cr- a good critique of that point which is this the Russians don't look at
0: loss of life like the rest of the world does. They're just they'll throw bodies at anything. You know, uh, but also they are not I can guarantee you no TV coverage or newspaper yeah. coverage of coffins coming back. No, no, not at all. So uh, the 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 book
2: though describes this exodus uh, towards the east as they tried to get um, um, you know americans to capture them and of course some of it's really hard to get through where of what the russians and soviets did when they got through the defenses of germany what they did to the locals which was oh absolutely horrific but what was interesting was a lot of these people got captured by the americans they were brought to you know refugee camps and they did not have good experiences as you... They, they were hoping to get the Geneva Convention uh, sort of treatment. And they got better treatment as compared to the Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they got full Geneva uh, Convention treatment. But they, they, they what was interesting was they said that there were some camps uh, that were set up after all this went down um, that were run by Germans. Mm. And even in, as compared to the Soviets, the Germans gave the harshest treatment to those prisoners um which is saying
0: something they've got that spooky (laughs) element don't they they? really do they know i mean if you've ever watched german film especially old german film have you ever watched nosferatu i mean you know bits and pieces it'll scare the hell out of you really and it's a silent movie about a vampire and you're like okay watch it by yourself in the middle of the night It will scare the hell out of you. Yeah, they they have this ability. If you've ever watched anything German on television, even new stuff on Netflix, when they want to creep you out and make you afraid, oh, they they can do it. They got it. Yeah, they got that knack. I got locked into one of these long
2: lists of like the, the scariest horror films of all time, like the movies that have been banned. And they went through all of this list. And it was like 80% of them seemed like they were German. Oh, they are they got <laughs> it. And they weren't banned in Germany. Yeah, They were just banned everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, but this is why we were talking about this the other day. They had We listened to some presentation and it was some wonderful British woman with her incredible British accent and voice yeah. saying something that was so soothing. And you just realize that like German voiceover actors don't get roles. It's either they're killing a bunch of people. There's no like sleep app with a German announcer. And <laughs> we'll take care of you at the spa, yeah. yeah. No, no, thank you. No, no thank you. But it's really unfortunate. So you're reading this, but what is it called? It's Eight called days, days in May. May. It's by Volker Ulrich, uh, which who oh, yeah. wrote the you know the latest and greatest yeah. best hitler biographies in two parts uh you know hitler ascent and hitler uh downfall yeah. which are both i mean they're a thousand page books but they're freaking awesome and it has more detail than i think the large predecessors it's funny you go through all this research imagine the round of research this guy did over hitler's yeah. life and at the end he's got all this information about the last eight days
0: he's like what I get put out another one. Let's just put it. Let's go with it. Yeah. Eight days in May. It's a whole new book. So now have you watched? Really good, have though. you watched the documentary? I think it was on either Amazon or Netflix. Uh, the documentary of when Hitler is in the bunker. I have this in my queue. <laughs> okay. Yes. And then I'm he comes yet, up and th- he hits some sort of a time vortex and he's in today.
2: Oh, really? No, th- maybe th- I don't this have this in
0: my queue. Hysterical. It was done, I think, in Germany. Um, this is is this the
2: is this new this isn't the one no no th- this is new, comedy that was called uh, uh well, like oh, it has like some really like innocuous title to yeah. it
0: yes i think i did and watch he's this. A, and he's a comedian they think he's a comedian <laughs> yeah. and he's doing all the same thing and people are like he's speaking truth it's hysterical isn't it and he's like via people laughing <laughs> right. which only makes them laugh even more right yeah look, look who's back yeah look who's back look who's back it came out (laughs) in 2015 it is it is very dark very very funny very odd uh but very funny yeah (laughs) all right uh let me tell you about relief factor if you've had that moment when you're standing there in front of the bathroom mirror buttoning the sleeves of your shirt and you're thinking hmm man i look like hell no sorry you're thinking, I couldn't, have buttoned, I couldn't have buttoned my own buttons uh, before I started taking Relief Factor. You have, the, you have the experience that I have had several times. My wife, I used to have to, it was, it was the most, uh, I don't know. Um, it was just the most humiliating moment to have to wake my, my wife up from bed and say, honey, can you, can you please button my shirt? Because my hands were in so much pain. It, I hated it. Relief Factor took that away from me. Try the three-week quick start. Developed for you. It's nineteen ninety-five. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. And about 70% of them have gone on to order more. That's a ton. ReliefFactor.com. 804 relief 800. The number 4. Relief. Or ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference.
1: Stay
2: informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at (laughs) glenbeck.com.
0: We're just talking about um, this book that Stu is reading. Uh, eight days eight days in May the final collapse of the Third Reich by Volker Ulrich and uh, does it go into how people how the big Germans really escaped yeah it goes through a a lot of that I mean you know it goes through everybody's
2: attempts to escape everybody's attempts to position themselves you know all, all the way into like where they hid how they hid how you know some people dressed up to leave the country and were able to get out like I mean that uh, you know
0: a lot of them were caught just like sleeping in forests, you know' I wonder how many trying to escape? I wonder how many Germans got away uh and were never and I don't mean the like the top guys, but I mean some really bad guys that just kind of blended back in, yeah, I mean uh, part of it goes into
2: you know people that we were on the hunt for their sure. top scientists that we embraced and brought into society. Our oh, society is yeah. heroes, which is an oh, yeah. remarkable, bizarre thing. It's true. I mean, and, and I understood why the, we did it, but
0: what was the movie that uh, explored uh, Werner von Braun mm. and it was a different, it was an alternative, uh, you know, an alternate history mm. and he was exposed For what he had really done. And so the space program doesn't exist, you know, doesn't happen here. And yeah, yeah,
2: because it is an incredible thing. I mean, it was very it was very it was the ultimate effort in pragmatism by the United States to just say, like, look, I don't care what this guy. How many people did he blow up that were innocent? Okay, we need him here to help us. And we did that. Well, we did want them. Over here, as opposed to Over in there. Russia, that's why we were like right. We were trying Gotta to get beat them. the Russians to get them, but we yeah. embraced him really and turned him into
0: a hero of sorts, which is
2: yeah. and a lot of a lot of them. You know, they they
0: they. Didn't. I don't think Werner von Braun was a real Nazi. I mean, he had the pen and everything. Yeah. I mean, you're in the you're in the club. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I guess you really are. I mean, once you're wearing the pen, yeah. You know, you're a Nazi. But there were uh, there
2: were. I mean, in I for know this a penny, is a, in
0: for a pound. This is this is only appropriate in this type of
2: conversation. But there were degrees, right? I mean, there were people who viscerally b- had bloodlust for Jews, and there were others who thought they were going to get killed and should have questioned a lot more than they did. You know, some people. I
0: mean, Oscar Schiller. Yeah, yeah, right. He's, Oscar Schiller is a good was, example. Like, he
2: I, had the pen. I, yeah, eventually he came around mm-hmm. uh, to the right way of thinking, but it took a while. And a lot of people that was the tr- that was the truth for some of these high level officials who, to the end of the war, believed in Hitler and everything. You know that he was sort of supernatural, and it only it it took until he really collapsed and died, and the war collapsed for them to even ever question that he they could have been doing something wrong. I mean, uh, that is like, in a, it's in their private writings. This isn't just like, you know, looking at them from afar. It's in their private writings where they, you could see the, the first hints of doubt very, very late. Uh, and they eventually, some of them wound up seeing this and uh, wind up maintaining power long into the future for decades uh, getting high level positions in the government and uh, people who sufficiently, I guess, rejected the ideology afterward. But that's a balancing act that I don't think Mm -hmm. a country can handle. That's Uh,
0: why we have Hydra here in America. (laughs) That's what happens. Just saying, Hey, tonight, don't forget 9 PM is my Wednesday night special. Today is a don't miss, uh, today, I know it's coming, and I'm going to do my best to talk all the way to the very end. <laughs> uh, tonight is our is our uh, special on the digital dollar, and the Great Reset today. it's You just don't want to miss it. That's at 9 o'clock tonight, Blaze TV. Right after a brand new Stew Does America. Don't miss it.
2: You didn't even come close to talking to the end. I mean, that's not a Radio Hall of
0: Fame performance right there. You're supposed to duck all the way to the end. You know what? It's not a Hall of Fame. She is.
2: The come, come on back. now, you... <laughs>